We're here to celebrate the hot dog taste test, and without further ado, Lisa Hanawalt. Thank you. Hello. Uh, thank you all so much for coming out here. It's really nice that you all came out to celebrate my new book and hopefully buy it. Um, I'm just going to read some short excerpts from it, and then I'm going to do a Q&A if any of you have any questions, uh, and then I'm going to sign your books. Yay. So let's get started. Um, I thought I'd start with something serious. Um, I'm going to tell you some breakfast facts. It's a meal of dire importance. So don't skip it. The person who skips breakfast is bad. It's a distraction from the endless wait for lunch. It's never to be skipped. It's also known as break sleep, reverse dinner, bowel starter, egg meal, pre-brunch. There was a study to not skip breakfast. Um, this is an outfit idea I had. A uh, regular shirt and pants. A food shirt and pants that you wear while eating. And back to regular. Um, here I've included some photos that I've taken of actual meals that I've whipped up at home. Uh, I just threw these together using ingredients I had in my fridge and in my pantry. And, um, you know, my, my book doesn't have any recipes in it. Um, but if you want any of the recipes for these meals, just let me know, like ask me after the, the reading, and I'll give you the recipes. Um, this one is a lot simpler than it looks. Um, this one is polenta and hard-boiled eggs, and I call this meal eggs and eggs. Uh, and it's great if you want to like impress a date or whatever. Uh, I'm wrong about eggs. Most people agree eggs are best when slightly wet, right? You guys agree? A runny yolk is a delightful treat, I guess. I think it's gross, especially when there's uncontrolled leakage and you have to use toast as a dam. I want a dry egg with distinct interlocking pieces. I even like it when it gets a little sulfurous and green. Yeah. I know I'm wrong, and I'm sorry. Uh, don't be mad at me. Age. How old are you? 32? Whoa, am I really 32? I'm eight. Wow, I'm four times as old as you. I know. Wow. Fuck, man. Wow. Um, on the trail with Wiley, uh, this is an article that I wrote for Lucky Peach where I basically just hung out with this chef, Wiley Dufresne, for a day. 
And uh, Wiley's this chef who uses a lot of strange ingredients, and uh, he does a lot of like molecular gastronomy in his cooking. And um, I'll just read an excerpt from the end of the piece when I got to eat a meal at his restaurant, WD-50. Here are some questions I want to ask, but I'm afraid are too dumb. Has anyone at WD-50 ever needed the Heimlich maneuver? Has anyone ever thrown up in the dining room or gone into anaphylactic shock? Wiley jots down a list of dishes he wants me to try. Basically, six different kinds of animal plus desserts. The first dish is a tiny saffron coconut ice cream sandwich topped with sturgeon caviar. I normally wait until dessert to eat eggs laid by a bottom feeder, but whatever. (laughs) Um, These photos are not in the book, by the way. I just thought they'd be like a fun extra, but um, I'm not a food photographer, so sorry. (laughs) When describing the fourth course, the waiter lists the ingredients, gesturing to different parts of the plate, ending with, and underneath you will find granola. (laughs) I lift the top layer up with my fork to see if he's joking, and he is not. Uh, Also in this dish, the most delicate sea scallops basking in almond oil and a single ravioli made from carrot. I eat the ravioli too fast to see what's inside, but based on the flavor, I would describe it as sex cheese. (laughs) It's hard not to giggle with discovery as I eat. Here, try to guess which of the following are actual things served at WD-50 and which aren't. Pringle chip made out of parsnip. Ritz cracker pie crust. Sriracha excreted by excited roosters. Egg drop soup. Eggs are actually eel. Peas made out of carrot dusted with pea dust. And the teardrops of a phantom made from the dreams of dogs. All of those are real. The chilled egg drop soup is the one dish I don't finish, only because I don't love sea urchin. I'm a delicacy. Shut up. Sea urchins taste like whipped semen and they look like a million tiny fingers hatching out of a baby shit colored brain. (laughs) Look, Wiley told me that he doesn't like tomatoes and if a famous chef doesn't like tomatoes, I don't have to like sea urchin. The maitre d' keeps bringing me new wines and asking which ones he should take away. This is like a fitting room for wine, except they all fit great. The maitre d' asks how I like this particular dish, Mediterranean bass with celery and bites of grapefruit and macadamia that have had the ever-loving crap chopped out of them. It's plated with two fruit-flavored dots that look like nipples. I haven't yet developed the vocabulary to describe this flavor combo, so I simply moan until the maitre d' goes away. The first dessert is popcorn vacherin, which I rename sherbet on bath salts. My second dessert is a three-layered key lime pie, which I don't have anything funny to say about. It's just really good. (laughs) Um, At this point, I take a bathroom break. Uh, In the restroom at WD-50, it's not immediately clear where to do your business, but if you turn to the wall opposite the sinks and you push around, you'll eventually find a stall. And it's like pissing in a secret tomb. Um, I wish more food writers would write about going to the bathroom because it's funny and interesting and it's the inevitable result of all of this. Um, Also, poop should be renamed doof because that's food backwards. Here's another sidebar. Why am I so afraid of being barged in on when I'm using the toilet? 
I mean, it's not like you're going to be able to see much. <laughs> so clearly this is what I think people will see if they barge in on me. <laughs> Anyways, um, I get back to my table, and my final treat is a black pouch, which looks like a shark's egg, uh, and I pop it in my mouth, and it's blueberry cheesecake. And on the side is a beer malt ball with a pretzel coating, which I wish would last forever, but it dissolves in seconds. <laughs> At 10.30 p.m., I I stagger home after dutifully testing every cocktail. I try out some different yoga poses to see if any of them feel comfy to be drunken without much success. (laughs) How to choose a wine? Pinot. It's good with beef. Merlot. This one makes you ask strangers for piggyback rides. Shiraz. Makes your tits itchy. Red. This one's good for fights. White, you'll want to drink with ice and have a good cry. Um, Champagne, don't. Um, A couple years ago, I was hired uh, by an advertising firm to um, pitch some new slogans uh, to different companies. Um, And so I thought I'd show you guys a look at some of my sketches and concepts. Do it. Do it. Come on. Just fucking goddamn do it. Be fucking goddamn done with it already. Subway. Eat the same. Smell bread. Subway. Eat a tube of food. Subway. Food option. McDonald's. I like this. Thank you. I said no thank you. No, 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 no. I love something. Is it this? I'm currently loving it. I'm tasting. I am myself. Chevrolet. I'm a big boy. KFC. Brown rainbows of food. Toyota, you need a fucking car, unfortunately. (laughs) I'm going to leave you guys with one last story about a bird couple who buys a house. We bought a house. It had almost everything from our house hunting checklist. Original gargoyles, half baths, climate holes, a barkyard, a vaulted scream space. There was no menstruation hut, but we could get a permit to add one later. My wife immediately started filling the house with plants. Plants are my new hobby. I like the concept of bringing the outside inside. I just love nature. Every week, there were more. We began to harvest our plants and cook them. Eventually, we switched to an all-plant diet and stopped grocery shopping entirely. Everything we needed was grown in-house. Seeds, leaves, veggies, spices, fruits, berries, and worms. My wife learned to make her own pots out of clay. We used them as cookware, and they became houses for more plants. It was impressive. Our friends were in awe. This is boiled leaves, seed mash, and nettle wine, all grown right here. But they were also overwhelmed by our lifestyle. We could never do what you do. We're too busy working. It's kind of creepy, all the plants. Suffocating. 
Some days I'd come home from work and have trouble finding my darling. She disappeared more and more into her hobby. Sweetie? Finally, I'd find her attending to one of the larger plants. I'm home. We're curled up in a pot, fast asleep. Hey, I've been looking for you. Hi. I've been here the whole time. I'm always here. You have to let me in. <laughs> and there's a happy ending. <laughs> Thank you. Great job. Thanks. Um, all right, me again, everyone. Um, all right, so if you all could just stand up and fold your chairs, and oh, there's a lot more people in here now, um, and put them over here and then line up that way. I'm going to set up the signing event for Lisa. Thanks for coming out. Also, uh, oh, yeah, there's a Q&A, so I shouldn't be up here right now. Oh, was um, I supposed to do that? I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, here you go. Oh, sorry. Um, do any of you have any questions? <laughs> Adam, did you think of a question? You were supposed to start everyone off. Oh, John. What's your process like for setting up a layout for the, like the birds and the plants? But like, do you just, like the, the oh. of just the house with all the birds? Are you just sketching or are you just like, I'm just going to dive into the watercolors right away? I got a layout question. It's very technical because you're an artist. Um, uh, I, I do a pencil sketch on paper, and then I, I use a light table, and I put the fancy paper on top, and I just watercolor on top of that, so I don't pencil on my final drawing at all, and it keeps it looking nice and tidy, and it's like magic. And I just do like big shapes, and then I fill in details last. That was for the bird piece. My, I feel like my um, process changes with every piece I do, and I forget what the heck I'm doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Any other questions? Yes. That's a good question. I did know who Wiley Dufresne was. I had already read a lot about him and about molecular gastronomy. Um, I kind of like reading about chefs like they're celebrities and like thinking about what their personal lives are and stuff and like what they're into. Um, I was supposed to originally do that piece about Mario Batali, but then he couldn't, and so I found out at like midnight right before uh, having to do the piece that it was going to be Wiley. So I had to like show up the next morning without being able to like you know do a lot of studying beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? Okay, cool. I'll sign your books then. <laughs> You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget that you can listen to this and all of our other great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. Thanks again for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.